0: Welcome in to the Free Retiree Show, where we help you transform your life so you can become financially free. In this show, we'll give you the inside track on how to excel in your career, filter out the noise surrounding your finances to help you make smart financial decisions, and we'll learn from thought and business leaders who can help you live your best life. Welcome in, boys and girls. Your financial career and legal friends are all in the house. I'm alongside career advisor, Sergio Valentino Patterson. Why well, you got
1: to tell the world
0: my middle name. That's uh, a fun I, fact that I remember. That's between you yeah, and I. <laughs> first time i heard it. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, everyone? And we have Silicon Valley's favorite attorney, Matthew McElroy. What's going on? All right, we got a wonderful episode planned for you guys today. Career Advisor Sergio Patterson is going to give us his tips on how to stand out in this current job environment. Obviously... We are in the midst of COVID nineteen. There's been tons of layoffs. Um, people are looking for work. There's not a lot of jobs out there. Uh, so in this environment, you know, how are you going to stand out, right? And Sergio's got some really good tips. So give them a little bit of what you're going to be talking about.
1: Yeah, like you mentioned, man, it's it's crazy out there. The market is really difficult, and I think everyone's trying to figure out, well, you know, how can I differentiate myself between the millions of other people who are looking for a job. Um so i put t- i put together just seven tips on uh how to stand out in one of the toughest job markets
0: we've seen in in years. Awesome, looking forward to it. Um so guys i just want to ask you guys a quick question. Uh i know all three of us were watching Tiger King um and think we've all probably completed it by now. What do you guys think? Do you guys like it?
2: Tiger King is awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I went into it with I think way too high of expectations, (laughs) and it was just a shit show. I I liked it though; it was funny. But like, I'll let you you guys I'll let you guys run with it. But to me, it was just I don't I don't know how these people are real. I I don't know I didn't know humans acted this way.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think it was just entertaining because it was such a train wreck. You know what I mean? It's it's like you can't believe that somebody actually did all these things.
0: Listeners, if you haven't done so, you got to watch Tiger King. It is just the most interesting. It's basically these people that own tigers. And basically, if you know anyone that owns a tiger, run, run far away. Because obviously, <laughs> all people that own tigers are insane.
1: Well, hey, what tripped me out was um, how affordable tigers are. I know. In respect yeah. to like I know, right? pure bread. My golden pure
0: doodle bread was more than yeah. a yeah, dude. tiger. It- Exactly. I want to fuck Jackson's
2: worth more than a tiger, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's right.
0: He, yes, he
1: is. (laughs) How cool would it be to have a tiger though? That's pretty cool to have
0: a tiger. I I just got to say though, um, you know, um, Matt, don't take this the wrong way, but if you, you're, if you ever did meth, I think you would be Joe exotic. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
2: Yeah, I don't know how to take that. <laughs> I don't think there's a, right so a right way. horrible, actually. So take this the wrong
0: way. You're you're one meth hit away from well, Joe I, Exotic, one fireball shot away from Siegfried and Roy. Uh, but, I have, they'll
2: I take have, it the wrong I have, way. I have, a better, I have a better topic to switch to, actually. <laughs> uh, if you were to choose between Joe Exotic as president or Donald Trump, <laughs> you know, because that was a choice, apparently, that people had because, you know, Joe Exotic was running. <laughs> I, I wasn't aware of that choice, but, you know, given given the you know the election coming up you know i know joe exotics in jail but you know hey trump <laughs> or joe exotic what do you guys got
0: the fact that i'm thinking no about comment. this i'm actually thinking <laughs> yeah, about this decision. you're like i actually a little
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right oh, guys man. so
0: if you guys haven't done so yet listeners uh you know like us on facebook like us on linkedin uh if you have some questions that are career related financial related legal related Send them to ask at com. We'll be right
2: back. I noticed how both of you didn't give answers of who you'd choose. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: welcome back into the show we are talking with career advisor Sergio Patterson on tips on how to stand out in this current job environment Sergio give us your take how what is it gonna take you know in covid 19 really crappy economic environment you know what's your tips on you know standing out from the competition uh, just just give up uh, there's no hope 2020 20, 20, <laughs> appreciate your honesty just give up
1: <laughs> no um yeah so i put together seven tips um it is one of the toughest job markets as i mentioned earlier but i think we all need to just um have hope there is hope it's gonna turn around and the economy was is actually still doing good and it was doing good before COVID 19 as lee has mentioned so there is light at the end of the tunnel we're gonna get through this um and Just big shout out. A lot of people have been reaching out to me also, um, for my mentoring, just side hustle. Um, and I've been working on a lot of these tips I'm about to share with you. Like I've been preaching this to all of them, and I think it's been helping them kind of get their head in the right place. But first and foremost, tip number one, be patient. I know this is really hard for a lot of people who have lost their jobs. Um, what you're seeing right now is companies who are just in flux. Their hiring processes are changing. Uh, there's there's hiring freezes, they may be slow to respond. You may you may have to apply to 100 companies before you get a hit, but if you can practice some just like basic patience like and keep your head right, it's super important right now because I think you can go down the spiral of negativity. Um, so my advice, tip number one is be as patient as you can and really believe in that like things will happen when they should, um, but right now I think If you can be patient, it's really going to do you some good. Okay. Tip number two, um, you know, obviously like, you know, I work at Facebook, it's a huge social media platform. Another social media platform that I don't think people leverage enough right now is LinkedIn. Uh, this is the time to become a LinkedIn expert. So that's tip number two. And and what I mean by that is really spend some time understanding how to build your profile out essentially your online LinkedIn profile is your resume right now. So recruiters have the ability to go on LinkedIn search. And if you have the right keywords, so if you're looking for a program manager job or project manager job, make sure that you do enough research to have those buzzwords in your LinkedIn profile so that you come in when these recruiters are searching. Like I looked at my LinkedIn stats and I I appeared in like thousands of recruiter searches in the last couple of weeks. Um, and I get messages all the time and that's really just because I have a lot of the buzzwords in my LinkedIn profile. So my advice here is learn as much as you can about how to use LinkedIn and how to leverage LinkedIn, cause that's going to also be a way for you to stand out when a recruiter is doing their search
0: search. So like, what are some mistakes you see when people, I mean, a lot of people have a LinkedIn profile, but I'd say an overwhelming amount of the population doesn't really keep it up to date or, I mean, there's, I mean, or it's maybe what what are some of the common flaws you see on LinkedIn profiles?
1: Biggest mistake is update your picture. Uh, There's some people that don't even have a picture and and unfortunately like people want to know what you look like. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to say this in a shallow way, but you should have a professional looking photo. So don't just do some selfie off Facebook or Instagram at the club or whatever, like have a nice <laughs> looking photo. <laughs> that's good tip. Uh, that's like, <laughs> I totally agree. Like one. Yeah, go ahead,
2: Matt. No, I, I totally agree because it's like, you know, when we hire people, you know, at our firm, it's like first thing we do when we get resumes before we call them in is we go look at their LinkedIn and we, we try to find out, you know, about them, what their history is. Because, you know, sometimes when they turn in a paper resume or submit one through, you know, Indeed or whatever, Craigslist you know, you, you, they're, they're giving you the perspective that you want to see and they might not include everything. And, you know, you get LinkedIn, it kind of has the professional, but it also has some social media aspects to it too. So you get to get a little more insight sometimes on a paper resume. Yeah. so It's important for that. You know, if you're, you know, you got to assume that whoever you're turning that resume into is going to go right to your LinkedIn. Yeah. And
1: then the other part of what to update. So it's like your photo. And then the other part is all of your experience. Um, If it's, if you just have your company listed, that's not enough. You want to have your company and then a bullet, a couple bullet points of what you actually did for that company. So the way I do it is I like, think of it like this when you create your bullet point, I did, you can start a sentence like this. Like I did X because of Y and the impact was Z. So I, oh, I did okay. this thing because of this reason and these were the results. Like that's oh, how you I can, like that. st- that's how you can structure your, each bullet point. That's great advice actually. Um, so update yeah, update your LinkedIn profile. Uh, the other thing you can leverage on LinkedIn is recommendations. So you can reach out to your network, and if you've worked with somebody like Lee, you've worked with a ton of people. I don't know if this is legal in your industry, but like I have a ton of recommendations from on my profile from people that have worked with me.
2: Mm-hmm. And you
1: can there's a feature on LinkedIn where you can ask somebody to recommend you. And then to Matt's point, when their recruiters are looking at your profile, they'll see, oh, like this person worked with Sergio,
0: and they wrote this nice paragraph about them or whatever yeah what about the keywords you, you were mentioning the keywords like yeah uh, can you give us a little insight on like what you're doing that that might help
1: help other people out yeah so when i when i mentioned keywords so recruiters um for the audience that doesn't know i used to work at linkedin and the the way recruiters use linkedin is through like boolean search and that's just the, i don't i don't want to get in the details but it's the way recruiters use linkedin to search so they may say they may be looking for a engineer with Java skills or like you need to know what are the keywords for your role. So when I mean, by what I mean by keywords is if you look at your dream job description, what are all those keywords in that job description for the minimum requirements? You want to make sure that in your LinkedIn profile you have those keywords so that when a recruiter searching for software engineer in California who has this skill, your name's going to come up. So, do enough research to know what keywords you need on your profile. I can't tell like, unless I know what your, what kind of job you're looking for, I can't tell you what keywords to put on your profile, but like it's going to vary depending on what job you're doing.
0: Like for you, what would you put? Like what would be your keywords?
1: Um, so stakeholder management, project management, um, communication, uh, data analysis, uh, customer insights.
0: Okay. Like,
1: those types of things. Um. So yeah, moving on. So tip number three, similar to to LinkedIn, but uh, build your network. So I think I I want to applaud a lot of the people that have been reaching out to me on LinkedIn um, and trying to build with me and connect with me. Don't be afraid. If you really want to stand out, don't be afraid to send that hiring manager or, you know, that person that works at your favorite company a message. Be proactive. Like, don't just send them a message saying, hey, I want to, you know, can you talk about a role? Like, actually, find the role that you're interested in tell them why you're fit and like what value you're going to bring to build your network so like those are just some tips like because like when someone just reaches out to me and says hey i want to work at facebook okay like i don't have time to to be a recruiter (laughs) and find the role for you like send me a link to the role why are you fit and send me your resume um so spend a lot of time on building your network like trying to get as many connections as you can on linkedin and uh really doing your homework on the companies you want to work for and the people that work at those companies don't be afraid to reach out to them because right now people are willing to help
2: you know Uh, i did that once actually on linkedin when i when i first uh when i first graduated from law school and i was waiting to take the bar exam i really wanted to work at the ufc like i was like that was like my (laughs) dream job right (laughs) and i wanted i wanted to work in their marketing department i was like oh you know i don't even know if i'm gonna go i mean i was taking the bar to be an attorney anyway but I wouldn't have minded if I took that course to go, you know, that way. Corporate style for the UFC. And uh, I reached out to one of their uh, marketing directors and she actually got back to me within 24 hours. Gave me a bunch of great tips. uh, Told me to make a video, kind of like resume of myself and all that stuff. Just some really great things. And I I submitted all that stuff. didn't (laughs) matter. I didn't hear (laughs) back. But I thought it was really cool that she actually gave me the time of day, you know, the tips, um, you know, what I could
1: do. Yeah. Don't be, don't be scared. People are willing to help, especially in this market and you're going to stand out if you come prepared with, you know, your resume, why you're fit. Um, cause a lot of people are scared right now to reach out to people that work at X, Y, whatever company. Um, the next thing is, and this, this is, it sounds simple, but it's not as simple as you think. Um, update your resume and practice interviewing. Uh, a lot of people just aren't prepared. You know, I have, I've had some people work, reach out to me about wanting to work at Facebook or whatever company. And when I ask them, okay, well, send me a copy of your latest resume. They don't have it ready. And then it's going to slow the process. And then I'm going to get busy and I'm going to forget. So update your resume. Um, you know, maybe invest in a resume writer. The return on investment is huge. If you can find somebody that's really good at that, um, pay for it.
2: Um, do you know how much those people cost? Those kind of people charge for that kind of service?
1: It's way more, it's way more expensive than it should be. Um it's it's hundreds of dollars an hour uh for whatever time they they uh kind of take to do your resume. But like reach out to me. You know, you've got our email, ask at the free retirement. Yeah, you're a perfect guy to reach out um, to. I'm happy to help for free. Um don't hesitate to reach out to me. Um my my tip on your resume and what I've been helping people so far is keep it as simple as possible. So when you're building your resume, if let's say you have, let's say you have 10 bullet points under your job. What I push people to do right now is prioritize the 10 and then get rid of five. Um, Because recruiters, the other thing is recruiters uh, don't have time to look at your whole resume, just to be honest. They're just gonna scan through it and they wanna know, okay, does this person meet the minimum qualification? So my tip on building your resume is, Keep it simple and only highlight your most important, um, uh, the most important work you've done in each, in each job. Uh, and then interviewing, I think now's the time if you have, if you're unemployed practice interviewing. So now how do you practice that? You got you okay with talking to yourself?
0: <laughs> mm. you,
1: gotta, you gotta be okay with talking to yourself. It's a lot of that.
2: I mean, I don't
0: it. answer myself. <laughs> or or you know, mock interviews you can find you can My find answer your... myself i think i might be crazy <laughs> could possibly be crazy anyway. I'm, I'm mostly definitely crazy if i'm answering myself um what Anyways.
1: i mean really by practicing interviewing is like understanding best practices with interviewing especially and I'm, I'm talking from silicon valley standpoint but it's uh there's two things it's behavioral interviewing that's what companies use we've talked about it i think early in an earlier pod, uh, podcast and then uh There's a, if you want to Google star, um, interviewing best practices, so behavioral and star. So for I'm not going to go into what those are, but those are kind of the methodologies that methodologies that Silicon Valley tech companies use when they're interviewing. Uh, so when I say practice interviewing, it's really understanding, uh, behavioral tech questions. So tell me about a time when you did X and then being able to, uh, structure your answers. So like, I did this, like, you want to say like, okay, this was the context. This is what I did. And this was the impact. Uh, so when you're answering an interview question, all the, all the person wants to know is that you, you can simply answer a question and actually show what your impact was. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I, when I say practice interviewing, really get comfortable with uh, knowing all of your examples and stories, like the back of your hand.
2: Yeah, like Almost like a, like a, like a elevator pitch on, you know, why are you an attractive candidate? Like almost come yeah. up with something like that. You know what I mean? Like highlight your best in a very yeah. concise, direct way. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Um, tip five, uh, develop a new skill. I think in this market, we, we've got some time, um, whatever, whatever industry you're in or what, whatever type of job you're looking for, I think now's the time to you know, if you really want to stand out is, is, uh, okay. What skills can you develop? Um, and there are a ton of tools to help you develop new school- skills out there right now, like virtual tools. Um, Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y dot com. It's like a it's a learning site. You go on there and you can you can learn how to become a coder for like a 100 bucks, whatever it might be. Um, you can you can get your you know project management certificate. Uh, that's something I'm working on right now. Now's the time to if you really want to stand out. If you have these hard skills, that's how you're going to stand out. So. Don't use this time, like whatever it is you're doing, you know, scrolling on Instagram or Facebook or arguing with people online. <laughs> Developing
0: your skills. You waste a lot of time doing that right now.
1: <laughs> yes. I myself am wasting way <laughs> too much time doing that. Um, yeah. And then I think like tip number six, um, this is, this is big. And I think we can talk about this. Um, be flexible and lose the entitlement. Was that, I mean? think, right. So here's what that means. Uh, When I say be flexible, I think a lot of people that have been reaching out to me, I've been having lots of conversations with people um, and helping people in this this market. And they're like, well, my dream job is this and I only want to work at this company and I only want to do this role. And I had a 3.9 GPA at this school. Nobody gives a shit, okay? Like nobody cares. (laughs) Exactly, (laughs) exactly. Dream crusher. Yeah, I'm a dream crusher now, okay? So the next time I hear about you went to Harvard and you had a, you did this and you're in this, like none of that matters. Like you're not entitled to anything in this
2: world. So they almost have like a perception that the work stops there. Right. It's like, it's crazy.
1: Yeah. And I've talked, I I will say, I've talked to a lot of recent grads, um, shout out to uh, Eliana Meyer and Isabella and Katrina from, they all went to Santa Clara and they're like entitlement. They're, they're all great. They just graduated. Um, and they came with like great questions and passion, but there are some people I've talked to who, you know, I had, you know, 4.0 and I'm happy. I'm not, can't get a job. Well, okay. Lose that because that's going to come across when you're interviewing. Um, and what I mean by be flexible is don't be afraid to take a role or a job that might be beneath you. Maybe it's, maybe it's customer support or maybe it's whatever it may be. Um, don't be afraid to. Roll your sleeves up and do do hard work to get your foot in the door of a company.
2: That's great. Yeah, nice. I could speak to that. I, I you know when when I when I took the bar exam and I was waiting my results. I, I you know I when I took the bar exam I wasn't employed. I was you know I I quit my job to focus on the bar exam at that point. But that that period of like I think it's like two or three months when you're waiting for your results. Yeah. Um. You know I my my current boss now offered me a, a job for twelve dollars an hour as a law clerk. Here at oh, you wow. know paralegal whatever. And so it's like you know, I was what thirty-one, just graduated law school. Did did I want to go work for twelve dollars an hour? <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Like I had made lots of money, much more money at other jobs, you know, much more than that. And um, you know, it, it you know, I. But at the time, it wasn't it wasn't really about the money, right? It was about getting in the door and the, you know seizing the opportunity. And he was offering me such a an amazing opportunity that he was teaching me the trade, basically. You know, he's mentoring me, and you know, it's like you no. Know, people don't want to do that with new lawyers usually, you know? And so it was such a, an amazing thing that I, I, I could, I would have done it for free. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really would have. And, uh, you know, and then it's, then look where it's led, you know I mean? Now, now I'm attorney and I'm pretty much running all the California operations. It's like, it's, it's, it's huge. You know what I mean? People get, people got to be willing to, to, to work hard to, to jump, you know? And yeah, you never know where gonna, you're not always going to get lead. that perfect job right away.
1: Yeah. Um, The other thing, uh, you know, something I I didn't talk to you, but as you're doing your job search, this isn't, this is just like a tactical tip. Uh, Be very organized and treat it like a project. So anytime I'm looking for a new job, I've got a spreadsheet of all the different companies I'm interested in, who I know at the company, what the status is, like what roles I'm interested in. You can have it all documented. Um, And it's literally like, I treat it like I'm actually managing the project. Um, This helps you like, really pinpoint. And you actually, I have a spreadsheet of connections now of all the different companies that I want to work at or work for. Um, And I think what, you know, what this really does is it helps you organize because it can get kind of chaotic when you're reaching out to a lot of people applying at a lot of different jobs. You want to make sure you keep track of everything you're doing. Uh, And then the last tip, and I think it's probably the most important is use this free time to really reflect uh, and really get a good, understanding of what you're passionate about, what you want to do, whether it's work in corporate America, whether it's open up a business, whether it's, you know, whatever it may be, um, use this extra time to like really figure out what what your dream is and what you want to be doing in your life. Cause I think like we do have that time. Uh so that's for me, that's the silver lining because if you're at a job, if you're out of a job right now or looking for a new job, like you have this time to really okay well what is it that i want to do and then go do it
0: so if you're completely unhappy with your job are you saying that chase it or if if you if you have a job right now i don't think
1: now's the time to to resign or leave your job um but i think we have extra time cuz you're probably working from home assuming you know the listener if you if you're in silicon valley whatever or in tech, there is more time to use this time to really reflect and maybe put together a plan of how to get out. If you hate your job right now, you should at least be spending some time, well, how can I get out of this situation? Yeah, that's, you know, I think always that's- Always trying to better to yourself, man. Yeah, like find some time, you know, like maybe, I, I wouldn't say quit right now. Now's not the time to quit. I mean, unless you're <laughs> cool with unemployment, I don't know. I mean, I guess they're, I've heard some people are bringing home like decent money
2: uh, on unemployment. Unemployment. Yeah. Well, because they gave they gave that extra yeah. amount, extra that I think it's going right? away pretty soon. I think it stops in like a, I don't know, a few weeks or something. But yeah, it's a little yeah, more like, normal. Yeah, we if talked about job, that on some podcasts
0: ago. We we're like, ah, it's yeah. unemployment. People are going to prefer to be unemployed with this lucrative unemployment benefit.
1: Yeah, but um, I think all in all, just you know, those are some tips that I want to put together, and it's tough. It's not going to be easy because it's it's a really hard market. But um, keep your head up. Um. And keep pushing and grinding and trying to, you know, really, really differentiate yourself. Like why, what, what, what value are you going to bring to the company? Awesome.
0: That's some great advice, man. So if you guys haven't done so, you know, remember, share a show. If you have questions for Sergio, uh, you want to, uh, you maybe know some kids that are in college or, you know, trying to enter the job market totally recommend you reach out to Sergio and, you know, have a meeting with him because he can give some great insight. All right, yeah, guys. I got, a, I got
2: a quick question before we end this. Sergio, how, do you, how would you compare this to, like, you know, in the, the job market in, like, 2008 when everything, you know, like shit hit the fan then? 2007, 2008. Like, do you think it's, it's worse, the same, or, like, That's a good what's question. your perspective?
1: That's a good question. Um, so in 2008, I think we were... That was, like, right after I graduated college. It was a mess. Um,
2: you were Enterprise then, right? But were both you
1: t- and Yeah, I was at Enterprise, and I remember I was too. it was really hard to get a job, and that's why I worked at Enterprise.
0: <laughs> yeah, same thing. I was like, I need, I, I, when I got out of school, I was like, I want a job in finance. But the financial system was collapsing, so it wasn't a good job or a good time to get a job then, so... But, but I, I, I feel I like job washing cars uh, at enterprise. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, you guys are doing more stuff than that, but I mean, I, mean, you yeah. guys, I feel like that really, that, that job was a good step.
1: It was a it was, I guys. mean, we give a shit, but it was a good starting point. Yeah, and I, I got like, I, I learned how to manage people. I ran a business there. It, it was good for the most part. I think it was probably from a number standpoint, it was probably worse back then Lee. but correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I think surprisingly companies are still hiring now. Um, it's just there's more competition
0: maybe because there's more people unemployed now
2: yeah there's so many right it's crazy the numbers
0: i think that's correct but i think it also depends on the market you're in right like if you're in if you're a small business owner entertainment um restaurant you're getting hit pretty hard right now but you know for a lot of the tech companies yeah. and financial companies and healthcare companies, which are the bulk of the economy, uh, they're doing okay.
1: Yeah. That's what, Yeah. That's a good point. Cause you know, the big tech companies are still hiring. Um, they are being more cautious of how they spend and like the hiring process is longer. So the silver lining for me is like, you know, if you're trying to get into Silicon Valley, now's the time. I mean, really now's, now's the time. I mean, Zoom is blowing out all these tech companies, you know, all the virtual, um, and online experiences are what's going to power this world forward. Um, so I would argue that 2008, to answer your question, I think 2008 was probably worse than now. Yeah, yeah probably, yeah, probably.
2: That. so, so far it seems that way. Right. But yeah, so you know, far. it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how this unfolds. You yeah. know I mean? Cause I still feel we're probably in somewhat of the yeah. early stages.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's all this. I think people are forgetting with all the shit that's going on. theres We're also in the middle of a pandemic.
2: Yeah, I know, right? Well, no, oh, that's something that we, we should touch on in an episode. I know we got to close out, but it's like, what's going to happen with the coronavirus and all these rallies? Everybody's so close. It's yeah. like, are we going to see this crazy spike? It's like, I don't know. Crazy, man. Another topic for another show.
0: Yep. All right, guys. Thank you, Serge, for your insight. Yep. We're signing off. You've been listening to the Free Retiree Show. So long for now. Good job, Serge. Securities offered through Securities America Incorporated, member of FINRA, .finra www.finra.org, SIPC, www.sipc.org, a separate entity. Lee Michael Murphy is licensed with the California Department of Insurance, license 0H18660. The Free Retiree, Securities America Advisors, and Securities America Incorporated are separate entities. Career Advisor Sergio Patterson and Attorney Matt McElroy are not affiliated with security america companies securities america incorporated security america advisors and its representatives do not provide tax or legal advice therefore it's important to coordinate with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation third party sourced information comments are not verified may not be accurate and are not necessarily representative of all client or audience experience a portion of this event was paid by a third party The opinions of career advisor Sergio Patterson do not reflect the opinions of Facebook Incorporated. The opinions of attorney Matt McElroy do not reflect the opinions
2: of Castaneda and company.